Welcome to Watch Therefore, the program designed to help the disciple of Messiah Jesus obey His command to watch therefore and be ready, for you don't know the hour or the day your Lord is coming. Dove Schwartz here at the Sea of Galilee, encouraging everyone who's watching more than ever to watch therefore and be ready. I'm so thankful to be with you on the program. And if this is your first time watching, I want you to know the purpose for this program is to help make disciples of Messiah Jesus who are ready when he comes for us in the rapture and that we would hear from him, well done, thy good and faithful servant. This is a discipleship and gospel program. Hallelujah. And the heightened reason or timeliness of this mandate is the signs Messiah Jesus warned of that are upon us in this generation like never before. This week, I watched a Billy Graham event in St. Louis in 1973. It was called, Is the Writing on the Wall for America? From Daniel chapter five. Billy Graham warned about God's judgment that was on America then in 1973. And I'm gonna to talk today about how to think and how to live in the midst of these signs of Bible prophecy that are leaping off the pages of the Bible and the news like never before. Here's what I'm gonna do. With the first half of this program, I'm gonna set up context for the second half of the program. The second half is going to be how to respond to things like the coronavirus and other things that are happening all around us. First, join with me for a word of prayer. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Yeshua, our Lord Jesus' name, please bless all of our viewers and help by your word and by your spirit to make us ready, strengthen our faith, even through your word today, Lord Jesus. Amen. Matthew 24, beginning in verse 4. And Jesus answered and said to them, Take heed that no one deceives you, for many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and will deceive many. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. He says, don't be deceived. What is the deception here? The deception he's warning of is that people will think it is the end times down through the centuries, when it's not. How many times have I heard this? People have been saying what you're saying about these times for the last 2,000 years. Why? They didn't listen to the Lord's words and they were deceived as these bad things would happen down through the centuries that don't have anything to do with the end times fulfillment of Bible prophecy. But now these signs truly are upon us like never before. How do we know that? Because things shift through the rest of Matthew 24. What do I mean? 
Matthew 24, beginning in verse 7, for a nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. The words in, in biblical Greek nation there is ethnos. Ethnic group will rise up against ethnic group, yes? And there will be famines, pestilences, which are pandemics, plagues and diseases, and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of sorrows, which is an old English way of saying birth pangs. These are the beginning of the birth pangs. Then Messiah Jesus speaks of the time of the world's greatest tribulation down in verse 21. For then there will be great tribulation such as not been since the beginning of the world until this time, no, nor ever shall be. We see this in the context of the Lord saving Israel and returning to Jerusalem and having been raptured, we will then return with him at the end of this time of the world's greatest trouble that is upon us. It's coming very soon, folks. And, and remember, Matthew 24 is about Messiah Jesus returning to Jerusalem. Let's go back to Matthew 23 at the end of the chapter and then into Matthew 24 when the, when the disciples of the Lord ask the questions that the Lord is answering in the scriptures I've been reading. Here we go. Matthew 23, beginning in verse 37. O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the one who kills the prophets and, and, and stones those who are sent to her, how often I wanted to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings. But you were not willing. See, your house is left to you desolate. For I say to you, you shall see me no more till you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Then Jesus went out and departed from the temple, and his disciples came to show him the buildings of the temple. And Jesus said to them, Do you not see all these things? As surely I say to you, not one stone shall be left here upon another that shall not be thrown down. Now as he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately, saying, Tell us, when will these things be, and what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? which leads right into where I started the program or teaching these things a little while ago, yes? So why am I reading this now? Because this makes the fig tree sign, the fig tree generation much more understandable. This makes the Lord's return to finally gather the Jews. It makes it very understandable as what I'm about to read to you has been horribly misinterpreted by people believe, who believe in the post tribulation rapture. They say the church has to go through the whole tribulation and they use this verse misinterpreting it to prove that. Matthew 24, 29. Immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be dark and the moon will not give its light. The stars will fall from heaven and the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then the sign of the Son of Man will appear in heaven and then all the tribes of the earth will mourn and they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he will send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet and they will gather together his elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other. Post-tribulation rapture, people say, see, this is the rapture. No, it's not. It's the Lord gathering those few uh, enclaves of Jewish people who are still scattered among the nations during the tribulation. They receive him as Lord, just like those in Israel do. These Jewish people who survived the tribulation receive him. They say, Baruch HaBab Hashem Adonai, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And then he gathers them from the north, south, east and west. We see that in Isaiah 11, 11 and 12. This is the elect gathered from the four winds. 
It shall come to pass in that day that the Lord shall set his hand again the second time to recover the remnant of his people who are left from Assyria, Egypt, Pathros, Cush, Elam, Shinar, Hamath, and the islands of the sea. He will set up a banner for the nations and will assemble the outcasts of Israel and gather together the dispersed of Judah from the four corners of the earth, which leads to the next primary sign, the fig tree generation. The fig tree is Israel in your Bible in Joel chapter 1 and other places. Matthew 24, 32. Now learn this parable from the fig tree when its branch has already become tender and puts forth leaves. You know that summer is near. So you also, when you see all these things, know that it is near at the doors. Assuredly, I say to you, this generation will by no means pass away till all these things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will by no means pass away. This would include all the things we've seen, including the Lord returning with us, where we've been raptured, we return with Him from heaven in glorified bodies. Hallelujah. All these things will take place in the generation that sees the fig tree put forth leaves. Israel has put forth leaves, but no fruit. No fruit of the Spirit. Why am I saying that? Because 99.5% of Israeli Jews do not believe in Messiah Jesus. I'm sure the ratio is similar of Jewish people all over the world. Yes, but the fruit will come when he returns and they receive him as Savior. Yes, and the fruit will come from the shaking of the tribulation. Folks, billions will perish in the soon coming great tribulation. Millions will be saved by mercy and grace by Yeshua during that time at the cost of their very lives. And, and so this is why the fig tree generation is also the days of Noah, which is also this season you live in like never before. Let's look at Matthew 24, beginning in verse 36. Listen fast, stay with me, I'm going somewhere. But of that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, but my Father only. But as the days of Noah were, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day that Noah entered the ark, and did not know until the flood came and took them all away, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. I have taught about the details of the days of Noah on other programs. I encourage you to go to YouTube through our watchtherefore.tv website. You can find programs where I get very specific about the signs of the days of Noah. There are four primary signs. They are with us in this generation, like not since Noah's day. And we are in the days of Noah. Then the Lord talks very specifically about the rapture in verse 40. Then two men will be in the field. One will be taken. That word taken in the biblical Greek means to brought to oneself as a companion. This is the rapture. And the other left. Two women will be grinding at the mill. One will be taken and the other left. Watch therefore, for you do not know what hour your Lord is coming. But know this, that if the master of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into. Therefore, you also be ready for the Son of Man is coming in an hour you do not expect. He says to watch, therefore, and be ready. Yes, and when we come back from our break, we're going to talk very practically and specifically about how to do just that. Watch, therefore, and be ready. This Watch Therefore television program and message is going into 200 million homes in 200 countries. Oh, hallelujah. 
as the Lord is using this as a tool to help make disciples who will hear from him one day very soon. Well done, thy good and faithful servant. This message stirs the lukewarm to repent and seek after the Lord with a whole heart. It also ties perfectly with the gospel as many see the desperate need for a savior in these waning hours of this prophetic generation. Remember to watch therefore and be ready. Along with our Watch Therefore television program, we have our ministries blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations. Like Romans 1.16 says, to the Jew first and then to the nations. Our co-founding partner of Blessing Israeli Believers, John McTurnan and myself, we co-founded the ministries we partner with Israeli believers in Messiah Jesus who are getting out the gospel, making disciples, saving babies from abortion, helping Holocaust survivors, and so much more. And then our To the Nations ministry poured out for the nations where we go to many countries in Africa and other places as well getting out the gospel, preaching the Watch Therefore message, seeing many saved, helping orphans and widows as well. Oh, what incredible opportunities we have through blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations. What a way to watch therefore and be ready when our Savior comes for us in the clouds. A great way to get acquainted and stay close to our ministry is through our monthly free newsletters. You can receive your Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nation's newsletter by post or by email. Uh, we have updates about what's going on in the ministry along with important devotionals that will help you to watch therefore and be ready. Go to our website, watchtherefore.tv and sign up for our Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nation's monthly newsletters. Along with prayer, there are those who would like to financially partner with our ministry. First, let me say this. If you've not yet received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please do not send any money into this ministry. It's our desire that you would be our guest and even pray to receive Jesus as your Savior and Lord today. For those who would like to financially partner with the ministry, there's three primary ways to do so. You can give to our Watch Therefore television program, our ministry Blessing Israeli Believers, or poured out for the nations. You can do so by post or online. There's information there on the screen. What a great way to lay your treasures up in heaven and to watch therefore and be ready. In these critical times where the birth pains and the other signs of the time are increasing and, and the shaking is becoming more prevalent in the world today, Folks, my book, Watch Therefore and Be Ready, is a great resource to help you to be calm, full of faith, and understand the times in which we live. So we're offering my book again, Watch Therefore and Be Ready, uh, with a donation of any amount to our ministry. We don't want money to be a hindrance to you getting this book. With a donation of any amount, you can get your copy of the book, Watch Therefore and Be Ready. And guess what that will help you to do? It will help you to watch therefore and be ready. Welcome back to Watch Therefore. Well, in the midst of the things I talked about in the first segment, the four birth pangs, the fig tree generation, and the days of Noah, as we live in this time, how should we think about the violence of the birth pangs and the days of Noah? The billions of locusts, 
all around the world going across whole regions and wiping out their farms in 30 seconds, causing famine. The coronavirus and the earthquakes shaking the earth. The implications of the nation of Israel today, which is, by the way, why we have a ministry called Blessing Israeli Believers. The wickedness of the days of Noah all around us. First, don't panic or react from the fear of what's going to happen next. But secondly, and I see this more in the body of Messiah, do not be dismissive out of spiritual pride and foolishness. What do I mean? I've met so many who say, oh, I just trust the Lord. And don't get me wrong. I know people who do trust the Lord. They do see what's going on today biblically. And, and they, they seek the Lord with their whole heart. And they're making adjustments accordingly in their lives. But mostly what I see is those who are scoffing. They're, they're foolishly ignoring the reality of his judgments that are in the earth today. Yeah, they're, they're like those scoffers who say, oh, oh, um, you know, these things have been happening all down through time. Peter warned about these scoffers, and they do so in the name of our Savior Jesus. Yes, the ethnic violence, the billions of locusts, the coronavirus and earthquakes are judgments from the Lord. And, and, and many say, well, that's not my Jesus. Well, which one is your Jesus? It, mine's the one from the Bible. Yeah, and all these things that I'm mentioning and talking about are in the Bible. That's exactly how he judges, along with other things as well. And, and so many who profess the Lord today, they don't really understand his ways, the times we're in, and what this means to everybody on the earth. So many who profess the name of our Savior Jesus really don't understand his ways. No? And, and, and the first thing to do is humbly learn and understand these times for what they truly are. Then commit to the Lord that you want to be his good and faithful servant. That you want to hear him say that to you one day. Well done, thy good and faithful servant. Then search out his word and pray that you might abide in Messiah Jesus. I encourage everyone, go read Psalm 91 as it talks about the protections uh, associated with abiding in him, yes? That he would show you why you're here in this generation and how you can be part of the solution and not the problem. Listen, if you're ignorant and, and dismissive about this generation, about this season, you're part of the problem, not the solution. I say that to you in love. Yes, if you're telling people that you know the Lord, but you're as ignorant as those who don't know the Lord, you're part of the problem. And I know, I know there are many who want to be part of the solution and need to hear things like this to, to challenge them. There's a pastor I once heard, he said this, I'll never forget. He said, you entertain the tares, but you challenge the saints. Hallelujah. And I pray this challenges you in the love of the Lord today because he wants us to be part of his end times solution and of grace and mercy in this hour, yes? So we're studying the, the book of Daniel right now in our Bible study, in our home Bible study, and, and the Lord wants us to be Daniels at this time. Daniel means Elohim is my judge, and Daniel purposed in his heart not to defile himself in Babylon. 
we are heading into the time of the final Gentile empire, which is, uh, which is called Babylon in, the, in Revelation, in the book of Revelation. Daniel prayed three times daily. He was shown favor and respected for his unwavering faith and understanding in the true and living Elohim, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. You see, folks, when a woman is going into labor, the birth pains, they get to a place of real disruption and real pain and real sorrow, and, and they cause real adjustments. That's where we're we are now and it's increasing that's what birth pains do they increase in frequency and intensity uh, regarding the coronavirus and other things no these are the lord's judgments not only for punishment but also for mercy and grace you see our societies are becoming so evil so fast that it takes this kind of shaking to bring people to repentance that they might hear and receive the gospel of Messiah Jesus. That's what the Lord did with me. He shook me out of my rebellion against him. And for that, I'm so thankful. His judgments in my life brought me to a place of humility where I could receive his love. Yes. And, and like Daniel, the Lord wants to use you to bring grace and mercy during this time of great disruption and, and sorrow. But you can't do that if you're panic panicking or if you're foolishly ignoring what the Lord is doing in the earth today. You can't help others if you're drowning in panic or dismissive foolishness. And we'll all need to know how to hear from the Lord, from His Word and in prayer and in fellowship with holy brothers and sisters in Messiah Jesus. Sing praises to the Lord like never before. There's an old song. It's amazing what praising can do. Hallelujah. Amen. First uh, Thessalonians 5 is a real strong verse for me. Rejoice always. There, excuse me. There's a real strong verse for me in First Thessalonians 5 verses 16 through 19. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing and everything give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Do not quench the spirit. You see, we're all going to have to make adjustments in this season, folks. And guess what? They're coming whether you like it or believe it or not. Yes. And the Lord may tell you, for example, to uh, make adjustments in travel arrangements or he may confirm them that you should go forward with them. Yes, he may show you things to stop doing and other things to start doing. We need to make adjustments based on hearing from the Holy Spirit and a healthy fear of the Lord will help, which is lacking greatly amongst so many who profess to know him today. It's right to fear the fear of the Lord. It's right to come to repentance and humility before him. Listen, to tell people there's nothing to fear in this generation is a lie. It's a lie. I heard a great saying, because we're to tell the truth in love, that love without the truth is lying. Love without the truth is lying. And the truth without love is brutality. Yeah. We should tell the truth in love. And the truth is, 
It's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. People should fear the Lord. They should repent of their sin and come to the saving grace and mercy of Messiah Jesus. We should warn people and share the truth in love. Listen, I preached 26 times in Burundi and Rwanda uh, this year. I, I preached 26 times in like 13 days. Yes. And I spoke about these things. I preached these things and I warned people. And then I shared the love of the gospel. 900 to 1,000 people came forward in churches mostly to pray to receive Jesus as Lord. Even 105 or so prostitutes, because of the fear of the Lord and the truth about what's going on, they stood up and they repented and now they're, they, and they received Jesus as Lord. Now they're in Bible studies. We bought Bibles from them and we're, we have pastors that are working with them and pastors, wives and others, and they're, and they're following up with them. And they're in Bible studies right now. Hallelujah. The fear of the Lord brings people to the love of the Lord. Yes, our daily lives are going to change in this generation. Birth pangs always increase in frequency and intensity, like I said a moment ago. And when they do, they cause disruption and pain and sorrow. Yet, for we who believe in Messiah Jesus, we can be sure of something. This King is coming for us to take us back to that place he's been preparing for us for 2,000 years. And his grace will be exceedingly great for us until he does. Where sin abounds, and it certainly is abounding in the world today, grace abounds all the more. Hallelujah and hallelujah. Maybe you've heard something in this program today that challenges you. Listen, I love you. I want to bless you. I hope you still love me. And uh, there may be somebody watching and you've heard this and, and, and you're even concerned. Have I truly been forgiven for my sins? Have I truly been saved? Am I truly ready for the, for the reality of this generation? Am I, am I going up in the clouds when the Lord calls us to that place that he's been preparing for us before all this hell breaks loose on the earth in the tribulation? You think it's breaking loose now. This is nothing compared to what's coming. Billions are going to perish. Now is the time. Today is the day of salvation. Messiah Jesus lived without sin on this earth so that when he would get to the cross, when those nails went through his hands and feet, an innocent man's blood was spilling down the cross to pay for every time you and I have lied, cursed God's name, lusted, and much more. Yeah? And he rose from the grave on the third day. Hallelujah. And he sent his spirit to raise up people like me to preach his word because he loves you and he wants to forgive you and save you today and give you a new life. Yes, and he wants to make you ready for this generation. Cry out to him. I want to repent of my sins, Lord. You have to turn away from your old life. You have to make that adjustment. You have to turn away from your sins and receive Jesus as your Savior, Lord. Put all of your faith in him. Cry out to him today. Jesus, Lord, save me. I've sinned against our Father and against you and, and against people. And I want to be forgiven and I need to be saved. Please save me, Lord Jesus. I trust in you. I believe in what you've done for me. And I'm going to follow you now, Lord. And then remember to watch, therefore, and to be ready. Thank you for watching the program today. Watch Therefore is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveforisrael at gmail.com. That's D-O-V-F-O-R. 
I-S-R-A-E-L at gmail.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website, watchtherefore.tv. We are on social media since it is a great tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. You can also find us there at Watch Therefore TV. Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch Therefore and be ready. Slain, he'll come again. Our conquering king on that day. His sword will go forth to take back and restore what belongs. What belongs to us.